Yes, hello folks. Welcome to the Jock and Journo Show. It is a preliminary final edition of the of the uh, Jock and Journo Show this week. We're on this journey. We've been on it for two years, Scotty. We're trying to get to this point. And as we sit here, what is it, uh, Tuesday morning, you there with your bowl of uh, soft, mushy wheat picks in front of you. Delicious, mate. Delicious. Um, it's uh, an exciting time. I'm Jay Clark, and we have the five-time All-Australian, five-time Best and Ferris, one-time Norm Smith medalist. I do forget that at times. And 2010 Premiership player. He's got a fresh haircut for this podcast. Good morning to you, Scotty Pendlebury. G'day, Jay. G'day, Gast. How are we? I'm good. Uh, I'm getting to you, Gast, man. It's great to see you here, mate. I want you to jump in. I want you to keep us accountable on this podcast. Uh, We've got a massive podcast ahead, Scotty. We're going to talk about your teeth. We're going to talk about the huge win over GWS and the blockbuster preliminary final. As you just uh, point out how fat I am at the moment. Uh, button popping on the shirt. (laughs) The final of the century. It is 100,000 people. Richmond versus Collingwood. We're going to unpack the Collingwood blueprint and how you can win on Friday night. To win through to the grand final, or at least I'm going to have a shot oh, at yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear the plans <laughs> can... for us. I should get bucks on the line and we both listen together. It's going to be great. It's be, going to be shooting me down a lot. But I'm going to show you how you can win. I'm going to talk about running bounces, Scotty, because I think they're, they're, they're dead in the game. Yeah. And, and you're helping contribute to that. All right? So we're going to, we're going to pick apart that later. The, um, your new house and... The hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. It, it's back. I've heard a whisper that you've sort of been sneaking in. Old school. Remember Gas, who used, 10 years ago, we'd watch the finals, you know, the, the Channel 7 news reports at 6 o'clock and, you know, some star player. It was a secret weapon, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Gary Hocking would be having it. to, um, like, Preston. I remember doing it in, like, 07. You'd, like, it was real secretive, like, going to Preston, 4.30 onwards, going <laughs> the back door. <laughs> That's cap- super yeah. down over your eyes a little Sitting bit. in there and it's, like, got, like, the oxygen mask on, playing cards with old people. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway, stuck. you've been back in it, uh, but let's qu- have a quickly talk about the chompers. Uh, now, you've, you like your, your pearly whites, but you've got this soft, mushy bowl of wheat picks in front of you. It just looks, um, does not look Delightful. appetizing at all. Um, how are you going with the chompers, mate? Because you copped the nasty head knock, and it, it rattled them. It rattled my teeth. Mm. Sort of rattled me. I, like, I reckon everybody out there hates anything to do with teeth. Like yep. Nobody likes. Yep. The dentist is the, probably the worst person you have to go see. So, yeah. Uh, they're coming around. Just, as you said, eat a lot of stuff with knife and fork and just throw it in the back of the gob and, yeah, chow it down. So, yeah, I can't wait to use the front teeth again. But <laughs> also, it's not – if I bite into them, they're so – like, there's so many nerves in them that are just, like – So it's really sore. Yeah, they, well, they just – I don't know. sort of, like, activates all the nerves every time I try and have a bite into something. So just – Stick. It was actually funny because when we were playing West Coast at half time, I was eating a banana with yeah. my mouth guard in. So I could tell Steel was looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> and even after the game, we're in the change rooms like 10 minutes after the game and just having a chat amongst ourselves as players. And yep. I spoke to the group for just a bit and like they're all looking at me like, why is your mouth guard still in? Yeah, that would be weird. And then, but I remember just going to the mirror afterwards and like taking it out, just thinking like, please, teeth. Not be in the mouth guard when they come out here, and luckily enough, they weren't. They were still in, so oh, yeah. that um, would have been not a nice feeling. No, nah, it wasn't at the time, but yeah, they're all right now. Have you ever tried to eat the banana with your mouth guard in gas? I thought that's particularly I, easy. You can't it's say weird. it would go too well, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, yeah, yeah. I did see, however, on your Instagram or no, Al's Instagram, your lovely wife, uh, was it last night or the night before? Sunday night, you're in the background eating a pizza. So, yeah. how in the hell, well, can- this, yeah, I was, we because we moved into our new place and sort of like a big day moving or whatever and just decided to grab some pizza and pizza to celebrate yeah it was 
nice, but like eating a pizza with knife and fork, cutting up into small little bits and throwing it in the back of the mouth is terrible. <laughs> I like going like the, the fold of the pizza yes. and like launch into as much as you can get in one mouthful as possible. Me too. So yeah, it wasn't as enjoyable. What do you? What is your favourite pizza? What What do you like on your pizza? Um, I'd have you pegged as a yeah. real sort of I don't know ham and pineapple nah, man or something yeah, like that. No, nah, I like seafood pizza. Seafood I get it pizza. from my dad. My dad loves seafood, so I get the seafood pizza. It's delightful. You? What, um, what do you, you, you get, do you really I, like? I'm meat, like? Meat eater with extra meat and sauce. Barbecue sauce. More cheese. Yeah, well, heaps of sugar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you get enough seafood on your pizza? That's always, it's always no, a yeah, letdown yeah. for like, me. place in Alwood that I went to. What's it called? Uh, I don't really know what it was called, okay. actually. It was, it was bloody nice. It's good? It was, um, yeah. So... There would have been a prawn, a scallop on pretty much every piece. Yeah. Yeah. No lobster, which is a bit disappointing. What's Al's go-to pizza? Um, I think it's Capricosa, but she doesn't get, like, she just has, like, vegetables and anchovies, no cheese, no ham. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It looks, she asked me if I wanted a bit the other night. She's want a bit of my pizza? Because she asked that if she wants a bit of mine, if mine looks good. Yep. And I was like, no, you can have a bit of mine if you want. And I was like, hers just looks garbage. Vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks crap. You know when you're hungover, Gas, you probably don't know this, Scotty, and you're just desperate for like a dirty burger or a pizza, and that's just got to be loaded with bacon. I love pizza. Cheese. I could have pizza every day. Yeah. yeah. What, what would the one food be that you could eat if you didn't put on weight from? Like you had one oh. free thing a day that you could eat, what would it be? This is the easiest question of all time. Indian food. Oh, get Curry. <laughs> It's the best. Garlic naan. Really ventured into the Indian <laughs> realm. We'll get there. Oh, let's get back to football here. Hey, the big win over Greater Western Sydney at quarter time. I was jumping up and down off the couch. My wife was sitting next to me. She was sort of telling me to calm down because there was a huge amount of frustration in our lounge room, Scotty, that you guys with 20 inside 50s at quarter time against the Giants didn't put it on the scoreboard. What were you? Two goals, six? or Three, six. Three yeah. goals, six. Two points. Now, I was struggling to keep composure in the lounge yeah. room. How were you going at quarter time with the boys? Because you, you could have been six goals up had the game put away. Yeah, well, it's, it's one of those ones where you know at the time that you should be further ahead, but you can't really do anything about it. And so it's like, let's stay focused. But you know, like in today's footy, you don't get periods of dominance you know, like because we started the game that well, it's like it doesn't just mean the second quarter starts that well. Like you know, they're going to find their groove, you and at some stage they're going to respond. And they put it on; they yeah. took their chances. So yeah, and that like I think early in the second quarter they kicked a couple of quick goals, mm-hmm. like and decent goals as well. And like you know, Canelo hit one from the boundary and stuff like that. And you're like, this is sort of going to the script of we've wasted all our chances, and yep. they're going to kick straight all night. But I felt like we're in control of the game all night. Yeah, in that sense, though, I felt like we. Had control around the footy. We owned. Well, we stop you there because the early centre clearance was like six one or something. You were yeah. slaying them in the middle, yeah. right? And they are a gun stoppage team. Yeah. So if you were gonna if you're gonna beat them, which you did, you had to control the middle, and yeah. you did that early. Yeah, which well, I think we. Tick. Yeah, we knew like they I think contested ball. Whenever they've won contested footy, the Giants they'd won the game of footy. I think this year they were like eleven and a draw. Yep. From winning contested ball. So that was a big focus on the yeah. night. Had yeah, to be. Yeah. So we knew that um, heading in, and um, yeah, but that it's sort of like. I think in the last quarter we kicked three quick ones in a row and they were all goals and I just felt like that should have been the start of the game. Yeah. Like bang, 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 like six goals, three. It could have been seven, two at the quarter time and probably cuts out any belief they had and it took until that like that little bit of the last quarter to pile those goals on quickly. But yeah, we missed... I think we I think we kicked, what was it, like 9-15 yep. or whatever and we also had 10 shots that didn't 
like got touched on the line Fell or short. punched back into play or went out in the full. So like we're certainly peppering the, the yeah. goal. So that would be the big. We, yeah, we train tomorrow, and I reckon there would be an yeah. element of goal kicking in there somewhere. That would be the big challenge as captain and coach, I reckon, because I, I mean I know I would find that hard at quarter time. Not to be frustrated, not to give the players a, like. Do you give them a cook in that situation, or do you try and take nah. that deep breath and go? No, nah, well, like the, the thing that I think Bucks would say that he was happy with. I know, like players we were, is like we're actually finding like the the best guy to have the shot, but we just weren't executing. So it'd be different if you had guys having checkies from the boundary, not looking top of square. Yeah, those selfish acts that um, you know the, that the are pe- still are in footy. Yeah, but. You know, we pride ourselves on always trying to find the best shot, bring guys into the game. We were doing that. We just went executing. So yeah. our message is, is right. Like, don't get disheartened by this because at some stage yep. we'll start finishing off if we keep being. Yep. Don't feel like you're the guy that has to kick the goal to get us going. Yep. Keep finding the best shot and, and we'll score. We're going to pick apart Richmond in a second, plan how you're going to make uh, make it through to the grand final. But there were two massive performances. Um, we'll take out Adam Trelaw out of it. But there were two other lesser lights in that performance who I thought were absolutely outstanding. One, obviously, Braden Maynard on Toby Green. I thought that was the best game Bruzzy's played for Collingwood. Yeah, Do you same. agree? Yep. Because it was a big big contest against Toby. Um, yeah, but I think just I think his growth as a player, like I reckon a year ago, if he gets that role, he like really locks into Toby and like mm-hmm. I just want to beat you so bad. And now he got that role, and it was sort of nothing. He yep. knew he had to beat him, but he he knew when to get off and support his teammates. He knew when to get off and run and carry with the footy. More balance. Like yeah, he beat Toby when he had to, but then he didn't fall into the trap of not helping the other guys out. He made Toby have to defend him, so he gave him. It wasn't just like almost like a midfield, like say like a tagger. Yep. He's like, no, no, I'll, I back what I do against yep. you. And I think he put it on the agenda early in the week, bros. You know, he's like, I'll back myself against him one on one, but yep. I'll also get off and support the other boys. And yeah, he provided really good bounce for us as well when we had the footy. I remember after that draft when he's picked up, I can't remember what pick, 30 or something like that, 32 yeah. maybe. Uh, I spoke to Derek Heiner after the after the draft, and he said this guy's got a little bit of Luke Hodge about him. Yeah, and we saw that in a very yeah. very big game. Yeah, uh, the other was just such a competitive beast, and yeah, he's my height, ninety two kilos, and Is he? he's a big boy, and he's lightning quick. Like he's an unbelievable athlete. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's got a bit of white line fever as well, which we all love. I reckon if you were sort of <laughs> found yourself in a bit of trouble on a Friday night, and you had to pick one of your teammates to sort of um, hide behind <laughs> Brody Grundy probably <laughs> Would it be? Yeah I'd, I'd unleash Bruzzy I'd see yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're talking well. Yeah if yeah, we're yeah. talking cage fighting I yeah. reckon, Who have you got Bruzzy's a mummy's boy let's Is he? Not, yeah, he's from Brighton And okay. he's a mummy's boy Let's not <laughs> Let's not lose sight of that So we've got, yeah. the, we've got But the, he does have White line fever Him, Taylor Adams <laughs> yeah. in, in a cage match I'll have Bruzzy Who have you got A Collingwood cage match Collingwood cage match Yeah um, Tay's not bad Brody What about Geordie? Oh, Brody? yeah, Geordie. Geordie? Geordie. All, all day, Geordie? All day. Okay. Yeah, he oh. was funny. There was that melee at half time, and he was in there, and then he got pulled out, and he's, I seen him, and he was seen like red, and he turned around, and, <laughs> and it was Keefe. So obviously, oh, really? ex-teammate who we all know, and he was like, Keefe was trying to cool That's him down, awkward. and Geordie was like, Jesus, this is awkward. He's like, I thought I was we're about to get into it. <laughs> it's just Keefe. <laughs> but nothing happened. Oh, I Saved himself that. a couple of grand. Oh, that's good. I think yeah. Tay Adams was in the middle of all that as well, wasn't he? Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Red rag to a ball. <laughs> yeah. Tay got fined. What's that? Tay got did he? Yeah. he? It would be fourth, disappointing. His fourth offence. Probably his fourth offence this year. Was there a bit of banter out there on the field? Was there much chatter? Um, it looked like they were chatting No, game. not really. I think uh, did Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Cameron kicked the goal. and um, I mean, he, After he kicked that goal, he was up and about. 
sort of yelling at, like, here we come. Right. Like, we'll run over him here. And oh, I That like sort that. of stuff. And, yeah. But, like, that happens all the time. Like, you're sort of trying to psych the opposition out. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and then when we kicked a couple of the quick ones at the start of the last, it sort of goes back the other way. Like, put them to sleep, boys. Time to send them back to Sydney. Just all that sort of stuff. Happens flat. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just imagine, imagine um, if you're Jeremy Cameron Gas and, and Pendles just sort of looks at you and gives him the death stare. You know, when the... The eyebrows join, they eyebrow. become one, and it's just a flat <laughs> <Brow>. look. <laughs> um, the other player um, who I thought was massive was Will Hoskin Elliott. Every yeah. time the ball came to him, he looked a genuine chance to win his one-on-one, yeah. either in the air or ground level, and he's got speed. Like We're seeing this man become a genuine A-grader of the comp. I think yeah. he's got that potential, and uh, he could do it all. It just looks so dangerous. Yeah, we well, certainly had an A-grade season. Like He hasn't got much recognition outside the footy club. But he hasn't. As a... I don't know, medium forward, kicking 40 goals from a half-forward flank. 41. He plays predominantly, you know, 90% of the game in that forward line. Yeah. Yeah, he just looks so dangerous on the weekend. He launched at so many balls. I think he took a couple of grabs that didn't get paid because it was more like, how did you run in that contest and all of a sudden you've ended up with it? Yep. He's, um, yeah. He's such a clever player and he covers the ground. I think you just said, like, his speed and his endurance yep. is so elite. And then he just launches at everything. I wonder whether he could go back. Like, I remember in his draft year, was he taking pick five? He played half back, yeah. and he would intercept and run. Like, he, yeah, well, he's got the, like he's yeah, he's a swing man, really. I think, but just probably more out of how good he's been in the forward line. Yeah, it's hard to find players who can kick goals. So you won. Take us into the players' meeting. Bucks is there. You know, you threw to the preliminary final. What is that? Those special few moments. Tell us what was the theme in there. What was the chat in there? Um, oh, to be honest, like after the games. This year, it's it's really quick. It's more like over to Kev White, our f- head of fitness. Yeah. Um, this is what the week's going to look like. This is what but the next surely few days. Get 10 minutes. Surely get 10 minutes to enjoy it. Well, like. I sort of on, do you say on the ground after we win, how Bucks comes out, sort of embrace with Bucks, yep. and all the players get around each other, and you walk off, and you're all talking. That's the special time. That's the special time. And then yeah. you sing the song together, and yep. then, yeah, then like everyone's just knackered. Like, then you go sit next to your locker and the ice yeah. packs go on and you're yeah. just like, oh. You're still counting your front teeth. I'm like, yeah. I sat there, me and Tay Adams talked about it on the weekend. It's like, we sat on your locker and you're just like, I'm absolutely cooked, cooked after that game. Yeah. And then you're like, then because we walk over and walk back. So like, we enjoy walking yeah. back as a group and we talk about it all. And yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I find the whole the whole process is special after you win. Yeah. Every bit of it. And then yeah, Bucks. It doesn't last long. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, because you're still, you're still going. Like we've yeah, we've achieved so much, but we've still got so much left to achieve. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 really hard. It's probably like one of the things that you never get to appreciate is what you're doing at the moment mm-hmm. because, you know, for us there's a game in three days' time that we're preparing for. But yeah, we after the game, Bucks acknowledged what a win it was. Played really good footy. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the build up for next week, and um, let's get into it. You have a smile on your face in the in the players' room, surely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love singing the song and just watching. I don't belt it out as hard as Sidey does, who's next to me. But I like just watching all the other boys and the smiles and how they're looking around and just, you know, Walshy on the weekend was even belting it out behind me. Was just, he? Yeah, you just, I you got just, a photo of Walshy yeah, smiling. You just, you just see all that. And you just, yeah. he's, been, he's been relaxed this year. Yeah, but it just means so much more to, um, like the playing group, it means a lot too, but you see all the staff singing it, all the fans, yep. the rooms are full. Like, yep. yeah, it's, 
Yeah, it's a special time. Last one on this. Um, you had a conversation with Bucks on the ground after the game where you were explaining something. Like he was yeah, picking yeah. your brains on something. <laughs> My wife, Jane, goes, what, are they, what do you reckon they're talking about? And I'm making, or I thought it was some structural breakdown. No, like you've just won a game and you're yeah, still yeah. complaining. No, so we're talking about breakfast the next day. And no. I was like, if you book that for 10? And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'd nine. I was like, I can't do nine because I'll still be asleep. It's got to be 10. You're kidding. No, no, it wasn't really. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. It was. We were talking a little bit about something and we were trying to get... A structural thing sorted, and yeah. we end up just saying, "Ah, let's just talk about this later." Yes, <laughs> you did. I thought you had this massive win, and then you're splitting hairs over yeah. some setup, some restaurant reservation. Yeah. How was having Bucks's kids run out with you? Yeah, that cool. was cool. Oh, I seen them down the rooms, mm-hmm. um, Ace and Jet, and mm-hmm. they come over to Perth, and like they're the biggest legends. Those two boys, they're yep. so funny and team mascots. They can't. So when I run out the race. And they're just standing there with these beaming smiles. I oh, was so pumped. Yeah. So I come up there and like they're funny kids and get out there and they're like, hey, hey, we're, we're going to go through the banner first. And I was like, just wait for the group to come out and then you guys can do whatever you want. And then the eldest, Jet, we're running out to the top of the 50 and yeah. um, Longy had the footy and Jet's calling for the ball. He's like, Longy, Longy, Longy. And he didn't give it to him and he ran past and hooked him in the guts. <laughs> it was so good. And then sprint down to the goal square and yeah. they give you high fives. And they were just like... How good is this? This is awesome. Yeah. Loving it. So yeah, it's cool. It's hard. It's hard. To it is one of the best things, like as captain, running out that you do is like run out with like the kids each week. And, yeah. Like they the smile on their faces. It's almost like they they're realizing your dream of being on the MCG. Yeah. The, everyone's singing the song. It is like unbelievable. And like I miss most of the team warm up because I'm mucking around with these kids and throwing the footy and doing mm-hmm. sprints with them. And yeah. It's always awkward though when there's like a little kid that beats you in the sprint. It's like, oh, I'm just warming up, buddy. And even though you try. <laughs> there's a few quick kids out there, mate. <laughs> it is. Uh, AFL clubs across the competition do an incredible job helping um, <clears throat> helping young people. And people at disadvantaged have a special day or a special night at the footy club. And a lot of that doesn't make it in the media, to be honest. But there are, there are some incredible work that happens on a, on a weekly basis on that um, the Nathan, just quickly on Nathan Buckley, we've spoken about him a lot over the past couple of years, but it's hard to miss his role in this say his beard. story. Um, no, no, we've talked about the beard a lot. But, you know, just the, how the tables have turned in, in a year's time, you know, to see, as you said, the smiles on the faces um, after the win at, at the weekend. He, do you feel like he is... Winning um, helps. Hmm? Winning helps. Yeah, but has he changed m- much from... This time last year, yeah, I think did did he say it recently that a bit more chillax, a bit more relaxed, and um, he's not as not as concerned with the outside noise or what people think of him. He's just yeah, like I think yeah, everyone's seeing the bucks that a lot of people know, yeah, but in the media space, yeah, you're seeing that more and yep. more now, yeah, which is awesome because he's like everyone that knows bucks more than just on a surface level. He's a legend. Everyone says he's a legend and a ripping yeah. fella and yeah. more than just my football coach or more than my ex-teammate. Like, he's he's a ripper. Yeah, hard to find a more decent human. But we don't... He always had that steely exterior up at times. Yeah. It was hard That's to probably what made him such, such a good player, you know, yeah. like that. Nothing nothing come in. He'd prove everyone wrong. Yeah. And then, yeah. Let's talk about Richmond. Right? I'm going to put to Let's, you... We're gonna, can't wait for this. Oh, oh, <laughs> Collingwood fan, 100,000 people, man. Everyone's got their... I didn't theory. like this. I think there was something in the paper today or what? yesterday mm. about the biggest prelim finals. Yeah, in the Herald Sun. Something yep. biggest prelim finals. I didn't realise. Talk to the microphone, mate. There's 108,000 <laughs> people. Was it for like St Kilda Carlton? It's the biggest prelim ever. Right. 
Like, so yeah, I thought 100 would have been the biggest ever nah. if we got that this week. Like, it's not, we're not even going to go near it. Capacity is 100,024, 100, but the new renovations in the MCG, which is going to happen over the next 10 years, are going to lift that to 110. So and that would be the fourth biggest stadium in the world, I think. What? Didn't he just say it was 124? 100,024. That's oh. the current So how capacity. did they get a 1,008? Where was that at? Well, that was with the old out. stands. Yeah. Uh, so the, we've... Okay, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. That shows your age. Remember the old wooden seats and stuff? No. Anyway, Richmond. Um, you were... What was it? Round, round 18 when you played them. They kicked away and won by 30 points, but you didn't have... 28. 28 points. With, yep. You didn't have who? Adzi, Geordie, Howie... Goldie in that game, so you get yeah, some. Be a few, you get some yeah, personnel yeah. back. I put to you this, Scotty. You're going to get them in the clearances, right? You're going to have a fair chance to win this game because you can beat them in the clearances, and that's okay according to them because they will give you that. They're ranked last or second last in the in that stoppage battle anyway. Yeah, but right? they're like, hang yeah, on a second. You go. You so go. you so you're gonna you're gonna get the chance to win that clearance to go to work in the middle of the ground as you did against GWS. It's how you use the ball in the front half, right? If your forwards don't have a big day and you guys don't use the ball well, oh, man, if only I could describe what you were doing now <laughs> with your biceps, you clown. Um, you've got to get a chance to win this game. So it's there for the taking, Scotty. If you use the ball well and your forwards get to work, right? But the issue is the roadblock in Rance, Asprey and Grimes are the best in the comp at doing what they do. So you're going to have to get on your left side and you can't miss, all right? You can't miss those targets. But you will yeah. get the chance to win this game if you're good yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just – I think, like, the raw numbers, this is what everyone looks like. You know, they're last in clearances. They're whatever. But they're actually – like, they score really well from clearances. So, like, that's what you've got to dig deeper into. So they might be mm-hmm. – like, would you rather be best clearance side in the comp yep. but the worst scoring side from when you win? Or the worst clearance side in the comp, but the best scoring side when you win clearance. I would rather win the most clearances because yeah. then you've got upside. You can whatever you're doing wrong in the forward half, you can. Yeah, get but you can right. sometimes set up clearances, knowing you're not like sixty forty. We're not going to win this. So let's start a bit more defensive to then mm-hmm. bounce off it. But if we do win it, we'll maximise bang for buck going the other way because we're set, like teams think we're setting up to lose this. So when we win it, we'll actually be able to get out, chain with the handball, and get clean entries. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the the whole. The game is like who can put the most pressure on the footy going inside their fifties. Yep. So defensively, we can put them their ball use under pressure, give our backs a look. Like we'll, we'll be happy with that, and then they're doing the same the other way. Like if we if we smack them in clearance, but they're pressured us really well all day and forcing hat kicks. Yeah, grubby. And our forwards can't bring it to ground. Well, yep. then they'll be happy with that. Yep. So, but if we have clean exits and get clean ball use, or they have that. So how do you do that? How do you get clean exits? Well, it's very hard because there's numbers up around the footy these days in footy. So, yeah, it's making that right decision. Um, the thing you can't fall into the trap of doing, and I hear media talk about, is like you've got to use the ball better going inside 50. You can't try and play perfect football because that requires you to hang on to the footy for a little bit longer in finals, and you'll just get smashed Eat. against anyone. Yep. So you've got to back in the contest. We've got to back in Coxie, Geordie, that they'll bring it to ground. The thing is you can't allow them to drop off and, and mark. Um, yep. Yeah, and I feel like I'm almost saying the side, same thing for both sides. Like They can't afford to let Howie drop off, brothers drop off, Langers drop off. So, yep. yeah, it's, it's, at the right, it's at the right time, whether it's in transitional clearance, you're out. Those times when you do have clean ball, you've got to make – the most the opposition pay for it and that's what we didn't do against Uh, I think last time we played we didn't do that as well we had some clean stuff where we made the wrong choice going inside 50 and it hurt us going back the other way sometimes that was 
taken the long when they'd clearly dropped off a lead up. Sometimes it was a shallow entry when we had a long one on one. So you just got to get that balance right. And, and you know, we've worked on it so much since we learnt so much from that last time we played Richmond about ourselves and what stacks up. And I think, um, yeah, we're in a good space in terms of our boys, even on the weekend, to generate 30 odd shots at goal. Why we didn't kick straight, it shows you that we're connecting really well. Mm-hmm. Um, very simply, Richmond will be the favourite, obviously. But do yep. you think you can win? Yep, absolutely, I do. Do they yeah, have yeah. the Do they I'm have the feeling of an invincibility? They've been the um, best team for two years. Oh, they've been. They're an incredible side. Like I think you have to acknowledge that. Like they're a really good side. They play really good team football. They play uh, tough footy. They play. They're tough. They they're quick. They play as, a, play as a unit. Um, yeah, they're, they're physical. Incredibly I would say. Selfless. I'd say we're physical, we're a contested ball side. Yep. They rate that as well. So I think it's it's going to be on for young and old. And, um, yeah, can't can't wait for it. And it literally is it's the best – whoever plays is the best as a team will win. And yep. um, we've displayed that. I think they've displayed that as well, that they don't need their named players yep. that people deem as their superstars to play well. You just need to contribute in your role and – and we're no different to it's that. It's going to be a big, big night for Mason Cox because he was poor against West Coast, but I would have thought he was much better last week. Yeah, he week. was really really good last week. Good in the contest. Yeah, even the first goal that Joshy Thomas kicked on the weekend was on the ground. You seem like just tap it out straight to Joshy. Like you don't have to pick it up and handball, just tap it straight into Joshy's space. Yep. Um, competed better. Um, yeah, he's just a presence. And I think like the conditions suited him. Yeah. It's not you know, pissing down rain like it was over in Perth because he got his hands to a lot of balls yep. in Perth, but just couldn't stick him. So. Yep. Um, weather looks good Friday night, so I think it's going to be a belter. What do you take out of the um, the intrigue surrounding Dustin Martin at the moment? So he copped it Corky versus Hawthorne, and has yeah. hardly trained since. You would have seen on the news like he's... He doesn't really need to train, does he? Like, as in, cause they've had he the break. He always trains, though, Scotty. Yeah, but they've had the break, so... He's, a, he's like you, he's a creature yeah. of habit. Yeah. He never misses. Yeah, but This if, is unusual for him. Well, then it's not a Corky. There'd be something more mm. than it's a Corky, because if he is... I don't know much about Dusty's training and that, but if he's a guy that always loves to be out there, never misses. You'd be out there, so yep. it's more than a corky. Yeah, but like, there's no doubt that he'd be playing. It's like Geordie for us. The cameras here every day. It's like, how's your old ankle? Yeah, it's like he'll be playing, but they just want to get a daily update of the swelling and the size of the bruise and if it's dropping. <laughs> We've got to do something, Scotty. How do you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we like their best twenty-two will be out there. Our best twenty-two will be out there. Let's go. The matchup on him is interesting because he plays such a unique th- role, right? He plays at the stoppage, at the centre stoppage, and, and sort of other forward half stoppages, but then he plays as a forward. He doesn't really play that much as a midfielder. So you yeah. can't really play – you have to play a midfielder on him at the stoppages, yeah. but then when he goes forward, there's got to be a handover. And a yeah. lot of teams yeah. have got have lost on that handover, got confused, or it hasn't quite worked. Yeah. So you've got to be so clear – here I am with my uh, expert yeah, yeah. coaches hat on. Absolutely. Um, Just in- trying to take all this in for bucks. <laughs> um, You've got to be no, so but they do. They do, they do some... Um, You've got to two players on. Yeah, they do some tricky stuff with that. You know, like their, their swaps and Lambert, how he gets up high. And, yep. Um, you know, almost as a forward, as a midfielder, and Dusty as a midfielder, who though, yep. you know, more majority plays the forward half of the ground. So, yep. um, but yeah, we'll come up with plans. Like every side, I reckon every side's got plans, but the thing is with good sides and, you know, like... GWS spoke about Geordie. They had plans for Geordie, but you still got to beat him one-on-one when the contest is there. Like, you can have the greatest plans, yeah. but whatever the plan is, it doesn't guarantee you'll win the contest. So, like, Dusty's 
very good in the contest one on one. They go to him quickly. Yep. He's so good one on one. And Geordie's the same. Like we go, we'll go to Geordie. We'll go to Coxie. We'll go to Checkers one on one. Yep. Because it's like you can have the best plans, but in that moment you've got to beat them in the contest. And we feel like those guys have that advantage, and they do with with Dusty and and Rewalt, Caddy, guys like that. Sammy Gaston, who do you think would be the best matchup? Best defensive matchup for Dustin Martin. So I'm now, putting my coach's hat on. Yeah, I'm assuming you haven't been in the coaches' uh, meetings. No, but, I don't get invited to that one. Yeah. I, I just want to see Levi play on him as a pure fan watching the game. Like, I yeah, in I a defensive Levi's contest? Stuff. Yeah. You reckon he can go okay in the aerial contest there against Dusty? I can leave. I can get up. Yeah. But I'm not the right person to be answering this oh, question. Yeah, of course you are. This is what, <laughs> Listen, we, do. I, this is I, what we do on podcasts. We were talking about it the other day, and it's like, cause when I was younger, like the biggest footy head. And I still am like a massive footy head, but yeah. you know when the paper comes out the day before the game, and it's Herald got like Sun. the matchups, the and that, yeah, the Herald Sun yep. comes out, and it's got the matchups. I remember as a Talk kid, like for for years as a kid, like getting the paper, and I would be like, righto, so these are the matchups, yes. and I'd be like, why is like Leon Challey playing on her? <laughs> like I would be Cameron Bruce all day, like because it hurt him going the other way, and then I'd like move my team around because I was huge in Melbourne. Yeah, I'd move my team around and I'd write it all on like my school books that I was supposed to be doing schoolwork in that were full of like basketball players or footy players. You were never gonna you at all. Never gonna make it as a plumber. I'm honest, no, no, no way. And um, yeah, it fascinates me. And then like even like you know doing this podcast, like just the general footy banter. I reckon it's just like so good. Like there's so many people. Like there's. A mate of mine who's huge Collingwood fan, yeah. and like he's got a separate chat with people that I'm not in. That they and they go through how Collingwood are going to get up every week, and they like right? analyze it all and the changes they'd make to the team and who they'd do this. And he's like, he's from like game when the game finishes to the next game start. He's like, we would probably have 300 messages go back and forth about <laughs> how we're going to get it done. And he's like, and we have no say in what's going to happen. <laughs> I just love like how it just creates so much talk, banter, what's going to happen, intrigue. Yeah, it's cool. This is why uh, you'll be a coach one day. Uh, just finishing on Geordie, 2014 National Draft. He, I reckon he's going to be the best player of that draft. We've got Penny McCartan pick one, Petrarca pick two, Brayshaw pick three, Jared Pickett pick four, Dugowie, Marchbank, Ahern, Wright, Darcy Moore, Cockatoo, Duggan, Alice Weller, Lever maybe, Garlett, oh, Durden, yeah. Langford, he, maybe Heaney. He could be the best player of that draft pick five. Yeah, well, I'm happy that we've got Geordie. Mm. He's a gun. He's certainly. Uh, come he's so on. much. I think too. Everyone like he's pretty. Like he's yo- younger than people think. Yeah. Like, but he's 21? just 21. He's yeah. gone like he's done the like a few jumps. You know, it's like you've gone from A to being A plus. Yeah. He's gone since from, you like, sat him down and gave him a heart, some hard words. Yeah. Since you gave Real him a spray. Hard, yeah, absolutely. How, how, would you, how did you rate the spray out of ten? Um, out oh, of probably 10. best. We'll get Geordie on end of season and see what he thinks. Probably okay. best to ask him. Can we get him on the pod after yeah. he win the flag? Absolutely, we uh, can. If, yeah, yeah, we will. But the team at um, the time I interviewed him and he had absolutely not, like fair enough, but he had absolutely no idea who, who I was. We were at Triple M yeah. and I was wearing a big black black puffer jack, jacket. Yeah. And um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I see this. And how yeah. he says, Geordie, what do you think of Jay Z's big black puffer jacket?" <laughs> and I'm standing next to him holding the microphone. He goes, "Who? Who's Jay Z?" Oh, that's me, mate. <laughs> he doesn't care. I love it. Um, Let's finish up because we've probably gone a long time already, Gas. But can I ask you, running bounces, right? I, I was surprised. I wasn't onto this. But run, you had one running bounce against GWS. Yeah. One running bounce. When we think about yeah. what are the most special, exhilarating parts of our games, exciting parts of our game. You think of Andrew McLeod running bounces. You think of Mick McGuan, that running bounce goal. The running bounce is dead in our game, Scott. Why is that? Yeah, well, I think it's slowly dying. Um, well, the ball moves quicker than you can run. So 
as good as it looks when you're running and having a bounce, you know, like we had the passage as a play on the weekend where we went from the back line, back 50 to forward 50, like incredibly quick, yep. like three kicks. Yep. So why, why bounce it if you can kick it 50? So is it like I mean, playing basketball, it's like ball moves faster than you can run. Mm. Football moves a lot quicker than anyone can run and bounce it. So so is that like a directive, a coaching thing? If you've got space, if you want to space, you want to take the space. But if yeah. you can move the ball on to somebody that's in space, move it on. Yeah. Like, so if I've got the footy... In a better position. Yeah, if I've got the footy Friday night and I'm on the wing and I've got space in front of me and then when I look up, there's one-on-ones, I'll keep taking my space so we get territory field position and I'll yeah. trust that... Our forwards will keep working around. But if I get it on the wing and there's wheels already out, I'm just going straight to wheel because then, you know, we're that much quicker and it's easier to read. Yeah. Let's I just it. think they're dead. Like Heath, Heath Shaw you has think heaps. Dead? Yeah, I think they're dead. But right, you can you can bring them back. Like it's not that hard. As soon as you get the ball, have a bounce. Like Heater does it. GWS, he bounces all the time. Yeah. But like it's almost yes, a thing for him. He gets it. And all the fast players do it. They get it. They put it under their arm. They take three or four quick steps. They have a bounce and then they run. It's almost like get the bounce out of the way. I reckon the game doesn't even need the bounce. I just let guys run. A, why does it matter? Why do you have to bounce it? Like, why is it running too far? Isn't that exciting? Isn't that a cool part well, of the game? We want some skill in the <clears throat> game. Like, it is a skill. Well, it's a pretty skillful game as it is. This is because this has got something to do with the pigeon, hasn't it? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're afraid fine, to mate. have a bounce now, aren't you? Well, bounce straight back to me, mate. <laughs> Harlem Globetrotter of the football world. Um, okay. Hey, the most memorable final, I wanted to ask you about this. What, what's the most memorable final you attended? Like as a kid or you went along? I mean, obviously you played in a few. Yeah. You're playing another one. Do you still get the sense of excitement <coughs> that the fans do rocking, getting a ticket to this game, um, going along to this game when you run out? Well, I haven't been to a grand final since I've played. So yeah. Since 2010? Oh, no, since at ever. All. Why? Know. Just rather hang out with your mates. I don't know, yeah, rather sit sit at home and watch it, watching my own pity type thing. I'm not playing. <laughs> Feel sorry for yourself. Um, well, I'm no, the best <laughs> the best one that I've been to. Yep. was the year before I was drafted. We actually played all well, the curtain raiser. Yep. So we played Dan and I. Oh, Gippy Power. Yeah. Were you we, still a centre half back at this stage? No, I was a winger. Are oh, you a winger? Yeah. Actually, I kicked a goal that day from like fifty on my left. Did you? After the, I remember like Decker recruiting. It's like we love how you're a long left foot kick. Yep. And I was like, yeah, you obviously didn't watch too many games because that was probably <laughs> the best kick all year that I ever did. Did you and, get the guns um, out? Nah. You're still skinny back then, were you? Yeah, still skinny now. <laughs> um, yeah, but I st- so we stayed for that West Coast. Um, Sydney Grand Final. Yes. And we were in the pocket. 205. Leo Barry took that mark. Oh, So we watched that game. And it was cool because I was obviously a Melbourne supporter, but we sat there as a team who just won a Grand Final at the G. A few beers? Um, No, we we had draft camp like four days later. It was really weird. So you had four days to to get on it before then. Four days to get on it. Yeah, (laughs) four days to recover and do a beep test. How fun. I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, so we did... Yeah, we sat there as a team and watched that, and that was unreal. Like, because we were just all neutral, no one really followed either side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an awesome grand final. The atmosphere, like, when he took that mark, was just insane. Yeah, and that was the drought-breaking flag, wasn't it, for the Swans yep. as well? Like, so many years, so it was huge. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Interesting that on the play before that, Darren Jolly <coughs> kicked out. Oh no, sorry, Leo Barry kicked out the back pocket. Yeah. Tried to go to his teammate Darren Jolly, yeah. uh, who didn't provide the greatest. Dude, Cox marked it, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. So imagine if. Uh, Sydney so if West Coast kicked the goal and West Coast won that game imagine the focus there would be on Darren Jolly for that aerial contest yeah. which he 
yeah. probably didn't. Well, it was funny because I say after the weekend when we beat the Giants, someone asked me the game, oh, you should have won that game by more. Yeah. I was doing media. Just true. Which is true, but I'm like, we're not playing for the percentage in finals. That's right. We go ahead, they're done. Like, that's all that matters. Doesn't matter if you win by one or 100 in finals, there is no percentage. You just move on. It's like getting the four points. Well, no, you don't get the four points, you just move (laughs) forward. What about your rest? You said yesterday in the press conference, and I was trying to work out, I would have loved to hook you up to a lie detector test in this one. Yeah. You said you would rather, something along the lines of you would rather your prep than Richmond. So Richmond's played two games in four weeks. Yeah. You've obviously played a few in a row. Clearly, I would have preferred to have beaten West Coast. So then you just go straight through. Yeah, but then you're not at the risk of losing. Yeah, yep. but because we've won and we are where we are now and we're at the same spot, I like the fact that we've got ads two games in a row, Goldie yep. two games in a row, Howie two in a row. Yeah. Um, we've had the break. Like We're as fresh as we're going to be. Yeah. Um, Benefits those guys. Yeah. like On the comeback. Our GPS stuff from the weekend was actually like fairly low for us as a group. So like, those ads, like well, our running distances and that were a lot lower than what they've been the week before. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, in terms of that volume, so we're... Yeah. yeah, is that because we'll be you didn't have on. petrol in the tank in the first place? What? You no, it was because I think we played the game in our forward half for a long period of time that you don't have to move too much. That was a test. So. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's been recovery based sort of week, and it's been light week. And we've, I think we've won all our games this year off six day breaks. You'll have to check me on that, but I'm pretty sure we have. Mm-hmm. So we know how to handle six days. Nice one. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, Do you have a favourite final day? Um. I have a. I was covering the Collingwood West Coast extra time. Oh yeah, win, yeah, yeah. Which, as a journalist on deadline pressure, so just say your, your normal deadline is like eleven o'clock. Yeah. You already have editors screaming at you on the phone at like straight after the siren. Like, get the copy in. It's got to be in. Now, in close ones or seesawing matches, it's a desire. That's where you go grey because yeah. you're under real you're in, under real pressure. When you go to extra time, that's like even worse. They sort of like want you to get the story in before the game's even finished in extra yeah, time. That's yeah. how, how tight it is. Yeah. So did you kick the goal in extra, in extra time or double extra time? Uh, I kicked the goal in the second half of extra, extra time. time. Yeah. Because yeah. it was extra time and it was like five one way, five the other, or yep. ten or ten. Yep. So I kicked mine in the second ten. So you could have started writing after that. Yeah. And then Swanee kicked one as well after that. Yep, yep, that's true. I think yep. I wrote that. I think it could yep. be one of the, my worst match reports of all time yep. because it was a bit. I also did the Nick Davis four goals in the last quarter. Yep. Uh, to so beat which one was your favourite final? Uh, it's a bit of me time about that. It whole is thing, a bit of me it? time, isn't it? I would say they might be my least two favourite. Okay, just because of the. So what was your favourite? Stress and pressure of it all. Uh, favourite final. I thought the. Uh, I mean the the, the St Kilda Collingwood. St Kilda Collingwood, two thousand and ten draw draw yeah yeah that was epic yeah the Stephen Milne but you were like half dead yeah that yeah. week weren't you yeah um, how did we miss that as a story by the way did you train Don't on know. the Thursday yeah no I trained all week I was just crook day of grand final alright yeah, yeah. oh that yeah, yeah. really happened on the day of the yeah, grand final yeah. so you woke up just feeling Threw horrific up breakfast oh yeah geez, that's unlucky yeah I know it's stiff <laughs> really stiff the other grand final for me. That yep. I loved that yep. just sort of come back down was the Bulldogs Sydney. Yeah, that was brutal. Yes, that was so good. It wasn't a wasn't a every grand final wasn't was pretty, pretty cool. Game. Actually, like the Hawthorne, some of Hawthorne's ones when they've come out. Two thousand eight. When yeah, Geelong. That was remember the roughy tackle on Hanbury, like just smashed him, and yep. it's just like that was brutal. Some of those games. Every yep. grand final is unreal, but there's certain ones that stick in your mind. Do you know what the big stinker was? This absolute stinker. The worst grand final we've had in some time. Not talking about Port Geelong. Port Adelaide Geelong. No, other oh. than that, oh, that's obvious, 120-point win. Other than that was the 
This is why I don't necessarily want a West Coast grand final. Because yeah. Hawthorne stitched up West Coast. Josh <laughs> Kennedy, no show gas. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nat is not playing. He that performed horribly. 71. Jack Darling dropped that mark. That was over uh, very early. Yeah. So what do you think? Well, that- although the new ground over in Perth is a lot similar to the G than what they used to have. Dimensions. So the ground aids them yep. coming to here now and playing good footy. Last so it used to be so, so different. Mm. It was like... you Skinny can you, yeah, you, I understood why they couldn't perform at the G. <laughs> because it was so different. Oh, so different. Play on a different... The, the goals are still the same. Yeah, I know, but the skinny, the long ground size. or a wide, fat ground that's short. Lastly, do you think that would... Do you think the memories of that grand final would genuinely spook some of the Eagles players? I reckon it um, would. Nah, I don't think it would. Like, Why? They'd just be desperate to get back and have another go. To do well. Yeah. You never, as an athlete, you're never fearful of failure. But I, I'd be, I, when I played cricket, not, I was mate. petrified of going out. No, it would be brutal, but that's why you're not. <laughs> the you're mind of a champion. But yeah, like those guys that didn't like, didn't play well, they would just be so, it's like, it's like what they're probably like in round 13 when they have a stinker. They're so desperate to get to the start line for the next week to yep. make amends. There'd be guys there that, if they get back next week, they'll, like, they'll be so glad that they've got another chance. So it wouldn't affect them. Nope. Jack Darling dropped that mark in the third quarter. That's, they were actually, that's um, the nightmare moment. They were a lot closer, weren't they? They started poorly, but they found a way in that third quarter to get – they got their Eagles web going and all that sort of stuff, and they had the chance. It was a bit like Gunston against Melbourne on the weekend. He was playing unreal and then hit the post, and then all of a sudden it felt like that was the flat spot in the game. Big moment, wasn't it? Yeah. Melbourne went down the other end and yeah, kicked the goal. goal. Who's your tipping in the other one in the preliminary final? Let's finish on that. Um, I think West Coast at home. Why? Why, why? Um, oh, I think just the home ground advantage over there, the crowd – um, the way they play The that crowd ground, play, do they? They play a big part Do they? Over there um, The ground over there is different Like we noticed that Both times we played It's um, It's such a hard ground That's slippery So like We we had so many guys Slip over at wrong times That Eagles just sort of knew Farco What to do But yeah you can't turn on that ground Because it's like a rock on your feet Like everyone had sore feet Coming back from that game mm. um, It's so hard Right. But then it's slippery, and there's one wing where it's always slippery, no matter if it's sunny or not. Like, it's always wet. Ice skating rink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. We'll have to follow it up. Scotty, preliminary final week. What, what are we going to, like, jeepers, imagine the levels we're going to go to next week yeah. um, if and when you win the game. This is exciting times. Absolutely. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> But that nearly went through. I had a little birdie told me that you did the old school hyperbaric chamber just as a sort of oxygen fuel yeah. up. I've been doing finish it since up. I got um, crook a few weeks ago just to try and the viral meningitis. Just to try and restore me back to level. So I do like two or three sessions a week. But mine's like this AirPod right. thing. So I go to this place in South Melbourne called Sunline and it's an AirPod. Yeah. So I get claustrophobic. You'll have photographers waiting out there now. I get claustrophobic. Right. Really easily. Do so this thing like challenges me to no end. So it's 90 minutes <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. And you sort of get like locked in for 90 minutes. Like you can't, you can get out, but like you push this emergency button because I've done this. Like you push the emergency button. Oh, you lost it. I do. Every time I've been in there, I've, <laughs> every time I've been in, I've freaked and I hit the emergency button and the girl comes down and she like talks to me. Like, yeah. just Are you all right? Are you okay. Calm down. Very calming. And what do you say? Well, usually I start with like, I'm not okay. And my heart rate's like 180. <laughs> Um, this is a great contrast, well, because, Gas, because he's so good in tight spaces. But I freak. Right. Well, because yesterday what happened was on the I was field. there, 90 minutes is on the clock, and I can see the clock just inside. Yeah. And at 60 minutes, I was like, I'm 
can't handle it. I feel my breath shortening, my heart rate climbing, and I was wobbly. like, I hit the the buzzer, and it's like ding dong, like, and the yeah. chick comes down. down and we we'll call she that, knows. We'll that call I, that the freak out, but yeah, the button. There's an emergency button in there, but I think I'm not really want to hit that yet but all right yeah and she knew and she came down the stairs and she had a smile on her face she's like you're all right scott and i was like yeah i'm just freaking out and i'm like i'm just yeah i don't know i'm like i'm freaking out we just need to talk for a little bit just get me through this and, uh, oh, are you freak. allowed to use your phone in yeah so I, I take my phone in yep. more is like i try not to go on it but like when i freak I'll watch something on my phone to try and act like I'm not there. Bit of basketball or something. The amount of times in my head I think, oh, I can't get out. Like, I'm going to freak and then I have to slow my breath down. Oh, I hate it, but it's good for me, so I do it. Yeah, on the football field, you can weave through that stuff like it's uh... Yeah, but I'm not – like, like almost being – imagine like someone bubble wrapped you. That's what it feels like in that thing. Right. Yeah. And does it make a difference? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah so. Um, yeah, just feel fresher, sleep better, um, body feels really good after it. Yeah, I did it when we got back from Perth, like the day after, mm-hmm. from that red eye, yep. and just felt like back to normal straight away. I think we need it's to really ju- good. jump in there, guess. I think we'll be the judges I just want to watch him in there. Watch him freak out. We'll come well, in. I just say it was funny because... We, maybe we should do the grand the, final pod. In the chamber. In the air from, from the chamber. No, you can't. You wouldn't fit in. It's only one person in the chamber. Well, you know what I mean. You can stand like, on the outside. But You can, you can jump so on yesterday, your phone from though, inside the pod. Oh, man, so the girl's funny. like... How are you going in there, Scotty? Do you want me to throw a blanket over you? So then it would have been like all dark and I couldn't have seen it. And I was oh, like, no way. <laughs> Throw a blanket over me. Do not, whatever you do, do that because I can see out at the moment. Oh. For blanket, when I, I actually reckon like I've, in my head I've thought if I elbow this as hard as I can, I could smash the glass and get out. You've thought about that? Absolutely. <laughs> I think oh. the, the TV news bulletins have missed a big story. Here. You should see me when I get an MRI. No, I got an MRI a few years ago on my shoulder. Yeah, that is yeah, – that is, can be a bit spooky. The, the guy was like, I'm like, you can do two minutes at a time and then I've got to come out every time. It took me like two hours to do my shoulder. This is like Superman's kryptonite over mm. here. We, we found the weakness. Haven't we, Scotty? I'm happy to own up to it too. Well, all the best, mate. It's going to be an absolute ding-dong battle against the Tigers on Friday night. There will not be a spare seat in the house. It's going to be an enormously pressure, tackle-heavy, uh, high-intensity game, and uh, we hope you are victorious at the end of it. So do Thanks. the Jock and Journo show proud. Will do. And uh, salute for us so we can dribble on again next week. Absolutely. Good luck, Scott Panterbury. Thanks, Gus, for putting this all together. Thanks so much for listening. We'll hopefully catch you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. See ya.